The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hey, good morning. Happy Monday. It's September 12th, 532. The year is 2022. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's four. It's plus four out there, Steph. Yeah, it's a cold one. I wore flip-flops this morning and I was like, what are you doing to your toes? I saw on, what was it, Friday, I think. I saw Southern Alberta was going through frost advisories before we were up here. Wow, wow. I was wondering when that was going to happen because my uh, I have these like great pumpkins that I've mm. been growing all summer and I'm getting a bit nervous that I Ooh. should probably start covering them at night. Yeah, spooky. Um, <laughs> yeah, today. <laughs> ooh, anytime pumpkins get brought up and October's nearing, I'm just like, ooh, <laughs> le spooky. Um, I, wore, I wore sweats for the first time. Uh, well, not the first time. I don't know how you... Eh, since summer ended. Yeah, for the this first morning. time on purpose because it was cold. Yeah, I was going to say this year, but I was like, nah, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. But <laughs> I wore sweats this it. morning. I was just like, you know what? What I do when I look at my phone in the morning is I check the weather, and I saw I was dropping down to 3 by the time like 6 a.m. hits. So I was just like, not about that. I walk to work. <laughs> it's going to be cold. Wearing sweats. <laughs> do you have Disney Plus, Sean? No, no, I don't. My girlfriend does, though. Okay, this might be the thing that makes me get Disney+. Plus. Oh, you also don't have it. What's coming up that uh, is kind of itching yourself a little bit? Okay, I need to preface this with I don't usually care about Christmas movies. I, d- I don't believe that at all. Okay, but like when Hallmark bl- <laughs> puts out their list in October, I'm like, Hallmark, it's too early. Let's, let's wait on this, okay? I can understand Hallmark movies, but you're a Christmas person. <laughs> okay, perhaps you're right. But, um... <laughs> Disney Plus just announced the Santa Clauses. Oh. Okay, so do you remember the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen movie back yeah. from 1994? Uh, the movie itself, no, Tim Allen as Santa Claus, yes. Okay, well, he has reprised his role, Ooh. and I cannot wait to watch it. I watched the preview, and I have to say, I think you'll be excited about it as well. Yeah, you think so? Are you ready for these two words? Sure. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, you oh, the football is? player. Yeah, he's in it. Really? Yeah, I mean, like if Tim <laughs> Allen didn't get you excited, or the fact that the head elf is coming back as well thirty some years later, okay. <laughs> Peyton Manning should get you riled up, right? Oh uh, yeah, he's a goofball. He, he's transitioned from football to being just this funny guy on TV. That is exciting. Yeah, I think he might only be in the movie for the entire time he was in the preview, but I think it's going to be great. And November sixteenth, me and Disney Plus, we're probably going to start a subscription together that I'll forget to cancel for the next I don't know five <laughs> yeah. years. There you go. <laughs> Do you remember about two weeks ago when I bought like an ice cream cake for $3,000 and it was just painfully average? Yes, yes I do. I can't believe I didn't bring this up last week or even two weeks ago, like the day after, but I was so tired when I bought that cake. I put it in the fridge instead (gasps) of the freezer. No, Sean. Was it just like a soup the next day? So I completely forgot about it. And then I go to the fridge the next day and I was just like, where'd the cake go? <laughs> and it was in a it was in a cardboard box. Oh and my thank gosh. Goodness. It did not leak out of the box. The box held it all in. But it was just like an inch or two th- it went from being like a tall, like like seven inch tall cake <laughs> to like maybe two inch tall, like melted cake. 
And then so I, like, my heart just sunk. I was like, wow, I just ruined this fridge. Yeah. I don't, it's not my fridge. It's my landlord's fridge. I'm going to have to buy a new fridge. This is awful. Thankfully, though, the box held it all in. None of it leaked right. out. And I could just, like, kind of, like, scrub the bottom of the fridge and nothing was wrong. But then I put it in the freezer and forgot about it. So, okay, you were going to plan on eating it, a melted ice cream cake. It was like, this used to be soup, but now it's ice cream cake again. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. that cake, a week and a half later, two inches tall, <laughs> frozen, is so damn good. Really? So good. I made a found like a life hack for when ice cream cakes are just average. You might let it have. Because le- the funny thing is, too, you admitted to us last week that you bought this ice cream cake home just for yourself and lied to somebody, (laughs) your roommate, and said, oh, no, somebody's birthday is tomorrow at work. So then you maybe subconsciously were like, well, I better ruin the cake because I can't be caught eating it tomorrow. And now you're like, I'm taking one for the team. I'm eating soup ice cream cake and it's delicious. But yeah, life hack. I thought I ruined it and I forgot. I literally forgot about it in my freezer. Started eating it again. I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever tasted. (laughs) Would you say you have a hobby, Sean? I would think so. Yeah, I think I have a hobby. What about you? <laughs> um, I find it hard to to have a hobby. My husband has multiple hobbies. Like he uh, will pick up his instruments and play them, or he'll read a book, or he'll um, do some like painting or crafting with his hands. Yeah. And then I always am like, I need a hobby. Like you look like you're enjoying yourself so much, and all I do is clean. <laughs> like I'm just like, I guess I'll wipe the baseboards again. <laughs> That's the perfect hobby. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Baseboard wiping. <laughs> But I was reading an article about why millennials don't have hobbies, and I found it very interesting. Um, And basically what they were saying was that we have kind of grown up our age with the Instagram performative hobby. Oh, we need satisfaction. Like, we need approval. We need to show people that we have a very interesting life, and this is how we spend our time. And so they're saying because of that, millennials have kind of turned into this like, oh, I tried sourdough bread, but it wasn't good enough to post about. So that's not my hobby. Oh, I tried uh, watercolor painting, but it wasn't good enough to post about. So that must not be my hobby. And instead of actually like putting the time in to become good at something, to enjoy the hobby, we're so worried about the post at the end of it that we don't actually stick to something that we enjoy just for the enjoyment of it. That is so in depth. And it makes sense as well that you document at all and then depends on how well it does is that kind of the basis of yeah, it yeah it's kind of like the score you get if you don't get enough yeah. likes on your bad attempt at sourdough bread are you going to attempt it again to only get marginally better probably not you're going to try something else yeah yeah so if you if you do the sourdough and you got like 200 likes on your post you're probably going to do another one so you can make another post and get more likes and hopefully it takes off from there yeah exactly wow. but if you don't well no, that's not your hobby then. So now you, we end up with a bunch of millennials who their only hobbies are their side hustles that they sell on Etsy. Yeah, no kidding. We're the worst, but the best. I hate millennials, <laughs> but I love them. <laughs> At a friend's house for dinner last night, and while we were eating dinner, all of a sudden I heard a little bit of like rumbling in the floor kind of thing. And then hot air was oh. blowing up from a vent behind me. <laughs> Rumbling in the floor. I was like, uh, what's going on? <laughs> what kind of giant? I don't think there was an earthquake there? last night. So, <laughs> no, it was their furnace kicking oh. in. And they said that they had had their furnace on for over a week now. Over a week? 
Yeah. Wasn't it like plus 30 a week ago? Wasn't it just September? Like, I feel like it's far too early to turn the <laughs> furnace on, no matter what the thermometer says. Yeah, we got high 20s for all of this week. Well, not high 20s. We got low 20s. I wish it was high 20s. But it's still going to be sunny and 20 out. Yeah, but apparently their house gets cold and they <laughs> don't want to put on an extra sweater. Okay, we well, can just what turn are, the furnace on. What are your regulations for furnace and everything? I try to wait as long as I possibly can. So I'm usually like a mid-October. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yes, October 18th, we passed the halfway point and a couple days. I have done it. I feel like I'm in a race with myself. Like, I don't think anybody else is going to commend me or pat me on the back for saving on my heating bill, but it feels good to me. <laughs> I think so as well. I'm in I'm in that boat as well, where it's like, I like to open my windows and have a little cool. I like to put on a sweater, uh, maybe wrap myself up in some blankets, throw on some slippers while still getting sometimes a cool breeze from the window. Yeah, and like how good does it feel when you're all in that get up and then you have like a warm drink as well? Yeah. Mmm, fall vibes. They are strong. No furnaces yet, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting at plus two right now, we do have a high of 20 a little later on in the day, but this is sparking the question, what's the deciding factor for turning the furnace on in your place? So 780-791-1037. You can give us a text or call. Uh, Carla Ray, over on her Facebook page, she essentially just said, said her husband leaves she cranks it because her husband is the sole heat provider <laughs> it reminds me of my situation with my relationship i'm a hairy boy i get warm a lot i've warmed my girlfriend up so i'm wondering if she just cranks the heat when i'm not there she just might she just might and especially since you're in long distance her heating mail must be crazy yeah, exactly i'm never there <laughs> uh, andrea said that she tries really hard to hold off till october but it's her husband who insists on turning it on sooner and in oh. fact he walked over to the furnace the other day and said I think our furnace is broken. It hasn't kicked in yet. And she was like, no, I turned it off to prevent you <laughs> from heating us out of ho house and home and making us pay a huge heating bill before October hits. Interesting. He's probably not a hairy boy like myself. He's looking for the heat somewhere. <laughs> 780 Did you turn your furnace on yet? Temperature dipped to plus two this morning. So we're asking, are you turning on your furnace yet? But Brittany, that's not even a thought in your household. No way, no way. It's too hot already. Too hot? Yeah, so I live in a, a townhouse that has a lot of windows, so it heats up pretty good. Oh. And, yeah, so in the summer I have it at, like, 68. Oh, yeah. And in the, and now it's probably at 70. Okay, the summertime is very understandable, but uh, maybe the whole townhouse situation, keeping heat in, kind of um, works in your favor. But, man, I just can't imagine having the AC on right now. Well, um, I'm always really warm. So my, my coworkers, they, when they're in the truck with me, they don't like it very much because <laughs> at, like, 16 degrees outside, I'm like, okay, this is too hot, and I have the AC on, windows down, everybody's, like, freezing, and I'm like, nope, too warm. <laughs> wow. Do you live with anyone else at your house or is it just you? It's me and my three kids, so they've kind of got used to it. <laughs> You're like, throw a sweater on. <laughs> exactly. Then we have lots of blankets for a reason. That's right. <laughs> One of the beautiful things about Fort McMurray is the way that the community comes together when someone is in need. And we've got Courtney on the line who reached out to us about a friend of hers who's having a really rough time. Do you have a quick rundown on the whole situation and what's happening with Sam? Yeah, so about a month and a half ago, she was having some stomach pain and she went to the hospital and the doctor said, oh, it's just going to be some heartburn, like just go home, relax. 
fast forward to last Tuesday, her husband had to like physically carry her into the hospital because she was in so much pain. Then they found out that she had a gallbladder attack and she had some gallstones. So doctors just let her know and take some Tylenol because there's not much more they can really do for her at that point, I guess. And then they said, come back Thursday and we'll see what's going on. Well, she didn't even make it till like, she made it till Thursday morning and she was in so much pain that once again, her husband had to take her back to the hospital. And they found out that her gallstones like left her gallbladder. So she was not doing good. It was affecting her liver. She was completely yellow. And like with all this going on, like her husband is the only sole provider for their family. So he, of course, had to take time off and everything. So then she had to get flown to Edmonton Wow. to get a procedure done. Then she got flown back the next day, which was, that would have been on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, she had her surgery to get her gallbladder removed. Uh, thankfully, I spoke with her yesterday. She's good to go home today, but she's going to be in a lot of recovery just because the fact she had the surgery, she can't with her kids. Like, her one daughter is five, I believe. The other one's two, and the other one's only six months old. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's... And, like, these are, like, the... I'm going to cry. <laughs> Like, they are the most amazing people. My husband and I only met them maybe a year ago, but they've, made, they've impacted our lives so much that I want to be able to help them as much as they've helped us through everything that my husband, like, we just got married, and they did everything they could to make sure that our day was special. So I just want to reach out to Fort McMurray and say, can you please help them? Because they need our help. And they're... they're um from here or been around in Fort McMurray for a good bit as well, hey? Uh, they've been here, I believe, for just about a year and a half, I think. Yeah. Uh, they're originally from Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, it, just, I'm, yeah, definitely send sorry? us over uh, however people can help, and hopefully if they hear this, then they can kind of follow uh, the right steps, and if we post a link, then maybe we can help the, this young family out. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely send you over the uh, the GoFundMe link. And then if people don't feel comfortable sending it to like the GoFundMe, I'll give you the family's email address so they can send it to them directly. No, we, we appreciate you um, helping out this young family, Courtney. Thank you a ton for, for talking to us about it. Yes, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. You can find the link to the GoFundMe page over on our podcast description. And thanks so much for listening and uh, for considering helping out. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.